When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the CHGO Bears what? podcast. Why? That's right. Don't no, no. you 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 are not allowed to oh, talk while goodness. I am driving to start the show. Neither are you. You're allowed. This is a very important day. That's right. Go ahead. You can leave right now. There, Braggs is gone. That's fine. That's fine. Just because uh, you opened the show. I I don't. I'm not sure what his problem uh, actually, is. Oh, I see what his problem is. He's actually doing us a big solid by turning off the AC, he, so we can actually do, hear. He's things. doing a huge move, so you can actually speak. We come back. We've got a very, very, very. Although that's the second time this week you've walked in front of the camera instead of behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're doing things. We're moving. Is Mongo in? Yes, Mongo got the call. Yeah, thank you for not singing a song. Let's just try for Mongo. Uh, well deserved. So Mongo, Steve Mongo McMichael officially named one of the three senior finalists under consideration for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024. Oh, so he's not in. Yes. So here's what? the clarification we talked yesterday. Yesterday we were trying to figure it out. He's, this does not mean he's in. It means he almost certainly will be in. But as I... You know, the, I've covered these Hall of Fame press conferences before at the Super Bowl. That's when it becomes official. So, technically, until the Super Bowl. He literally has to wait until February? To get the official official. That's horrible. But almost always the senior finalists. He's in. They're, they're, he's going to be in. He's in. Yeah. They're not so going to play with his emotions. He's in. That's fantastic. 76. Deserved it for a long, 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 long time. Second most sacks in Bears history behind Richard Dent. And I believe the fourth most sacks of any defensive tackle of all time. More than Warren Sapp. He deserves to be in the hall. They're doing the right thing. That's uh, more than Warren Sapp. That's a good way to think about it. And look, he Great was news. he was as durable. He there, there should be actually a picture of durable, of of Steve McMichael next to durable in your Webster's dictionary. There's also should be a picture of him next to grit. There also should be an ex uh, an explanation, a picture next to him, as far as heart and soul of team. That's what he was. You know, I I gotta call myself out for something. I dropped the ball. I'm blaming Jerry Reinsdorf. Because uh, it's been a, it's been quite a morning for us White Sox idiots. Because <laughs> that's what I'm now branding us that we even put up with this at all. Um, but I woke up today and actually for the first time all season put on my CHGO Southside shirt. Yeah. What happened? Well, then I read that Tony LaRusso's running things, so I took it <laughs> off. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But what I'm saying is when I took it off and I changed my mind about showing any type of support for that franchise, uh, I should have put on my Steve, Steve McMichael's Hall of Fame Hall of Famer shirt. yesterday, too, so two days in a row yeah. you forgot. So I'm calling myself out. This bad job by me. 
Um, but anyway, congrats to Mongo. That's yeah, awesome. And I'll say this much because I, I did see, I think, Gary in the chat said the Bears can't retire any more numbers because they've already retired so many. They've hit their limit. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I, I personally would unretire some of those numbers that have oh, had I would place too. for a while. But if you don't want to do that, then, like, you can – when they move, if they end up moving or not, they've built a couple really nice statues of George Hallis and Walter Payton. You need to have a statue row, you know, and Steve Mongo McMichael should be one of those statues. Ring of Honor, statue row, something. Let's say we don't need to retire numbers. There's a million ways we can – Honor guys. Honor guys, which is why outside of CHGO, we've got four bricks with your face on it (laughs) that we'll we'll be unveiling. You don't know about it, but I'm breaking the news. Oh, I'm honored. Yeah, they're right in the alley. Carm will take a bat to those bricks. (laughs) No, I will not. You are. Listen to William, by the way. Super chat from William. We have over 200 viewers and only 20 likes. Let's get the likes up, guys. Yeah. Get Early motivation from William. Thanks for the support. Also, because I'm doing a show and I don't want to type it. Social media team over there. Can we get like a, something up for Mongo get in the Hall of Fame? Mongo. Yeah. Sorry, that Do was just it. easier Mongo's than Slacky. in. I just, I, I, just easier, I thought. Sorry. Thank you. Um, we uh, are going to be joined here shortly by Shepherd head coach Ernie McCook. I'm excited about this. Learn more about Tyson Bajent. Super excited about it in seven minutes. But Hoag's got thoughts about yes. whether or not Justin Fields should play on Saturday. Um, so do you, Braggs. Well, so do I. Well, so let's reset this, okay? The curse of Adam Hoag talking about injury struck again because we were talking about the injury situation on the old line on the show yesterday. And I, at one point, made a comment, well, at least Darnell Wright's healthy. And apparently, the exact moment I said that, his ankle Snap. fell off. Yeah. Whoops. So, again, I apologize. I think there's just be a universal ban for me ever talking about injuries. Um, so, that I'll just be Maddie. I'll be the Maddie Eberflus of the show. Um, it's a nightmare. It, I, I couldn't believe it driving home. I was listening to Flus's press conference, and he said that, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. So here's the updated situation on the offensive line. Uh, you have a second-year left tackle, drafted in the fifth round, still developing. Your left guard is Cody Whitehair, who has an injured hand and um, really didn't hasn't played well recently at guard, and I was more excited to see him back at center. Your center is now Lucas Patrick, who played 10 snaps there last year, can't stay healthy. He's ramping up. Uh, he's been ramping up. Another guy ramping up, Nate Davis. We'll give him a little bit of a break. We know there's some personal things going on there. But you can count the amount of padded practices he's had in a Bears uniform on your hand. Uh, and then your right tackle is Larry Borum, who lost his starting job, is now the backup, who's now the starter. It's not great, guys. It's not great. It, it's, it's, it's not great. Um, and so now the question is, do you play Justin Fields on Saturday – behind this offensive line yes i'm a yes too yes because here's the reality they're gonna have to play with these guys in the regular season you're gonna have to play the packers so you bet and you haven't been practicing with this combination so i get it but you you need the reps in my he still needs to develop he needs the reps behind this offensive line and i think we're just gonna have to live with the results as scary as they might be i really like this driving thing i could just sit here and boom 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 boom, <laughs> boom. you want to add on to that well i said yes so i mean i didn't know if you wanted to no, yes I'll, uh, well, 
Well, thank you. I appreciate it. After I'm, I'm you, trying, my I'm, 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 like, I'm like Bob Cousy in his prime right now. I'm setting it up. I'm enjoying this. Yes, you play him. This is not rocket science. He's had seven snaps. He's thrown three passes. He threw for 2,200 yards last year. The Bears won three football games. Let the guy who, by the way, wants to play, let him play football. You can't, I get it. There is danger. The line is banged up. Add that onto it. But you want to hit the ground running. You want to beat Green Bay. Your quarterback needs to play, period. Yeah, it's, I mean, like I said, we don't know the extent of the injuries, and hopefully Darnell Wright and Tevin Jenkins, it isn't for long. But regardless, injuries will occur this season. And this combination on the offensive line that currently stands might have to be a combination they go to at some point. It might have to be week one. So I don't really care who it is. They've got to play these guys and get continuity, get chemistry across the board, be ready for the Packers week one. And I see the comment from Eric. Do we, do you play DJ Moore? Look what happened to Terry McLaurin. DJ Moore is actually the one guy I wouldn't play because he's he's played he's gotten eight thousand balls thrown at him already. Yeah, I'm good with him sitting. He can sit. Yes. He's he is the most accomplished guy on the entire team. Outside of that, everybody else needs to play. I mean, I suppose Yannick Ngakwe doesn't need to play guy's been rushing the passer since he came out of the womb fine but other than that these dudes need to play it's a real bummer with darnell Wright too that dude needed to play it's a nightmare uh i believe are we ready yep all right so we're gonna go out to shepherd university because well, we know one guy who's playing saturday <laughs> we do know one guy who's playing saturday and we know a gentleman who coached him in his five years at Shepard, where he set all the records that you could possibly get the most touchdown passes in the history of college football. Ernie McCook, who's been at Shepard for a long, long time, six years as the head coach, joining us here on the CHGO Bears podcast. Coach, thank you for taking time. We appreciate it. Hey, it's good to be with you guys. I'm guessing that Tyson Bajan's success to this point, I mean, we're not, you know, he's not in the Hall of Fame quite yet, but he had a, quite a preseason game. Is uh, not a surprise to you? Is that fair? Uh, you know what? Uh, I have a lot of respect for the NFL, and I know how hard it is to play at that level. Uh, it's not a surprise for me with Tyson. I would never bet against him, but I know it's uh, what he's accomplishing is something that isn't seen all the time. So, Coach, uh, you know, again, we, we, we realize that what happened Saturday in Indianapolis, it's a preseason game, everything you take with a grain of salt. But I couldn't help but be impressed because that was really our first good look at him outside of practice and just how he operated the offense. I'm sure, again, preseason, they probably pared things down for him a little bit. But, you know, putting guys in motion, using the motion to, to read the defense pre-snap, post-snap decisions – he just looked calm doing it. I, I couldn't help but be impressed. I'm assuming that's the quarterback you know well. Yeah, absolutely. Tyson has been doing – he's been preparing that way to be able to handle that moment uh, from his freshman year, probably in his high school years. Uh, the, the guy is very committed to his preparation to be the best player he can be physically and also mentally. Um he is a film room junkie. He is a football junkie. He will study it. He'll know it. He'll find every tool he can to improve his knowledge of the game and master the playbook. Uh, I know for a fact how hard he worked on it from his uh, OTAs, 
through the summer for when he returned uh, to camp there in late July. Um, I know he spent some time with some of his former teammates in his preparation. So it's kind of cool for me knowing all, how hard he worked in June and through the beginning of July uh, to see him execute and perform so well in the preseason game. Uh, Coach, when I watched that NFL Network, you know, bit they did on Tyson and you were involved in it, the thing that really stood out to me that that I had a lot of respect for was when he talked about how he bet on himself and he wasn't going to go off somewhere else and he, he wanted to work a little harder than everybody else to make it. And then he does. He's here now. What was that process like for you as a head coach, knowing he has this great talent and, you know, what's best for him maybe to go somewhere else or stay there and play the way he did and now end up where he is now? Well, you know, Tyson demonstrated his first year as a starter here as a true freshman. And after that season, I realized it's my job to put as many good players around him as possible because I had a special player in Tyson Bajan. And um, as he went through his career, his sophomore and his uh, junior year with COVID and kind of in the middle of that, winning the Harlan Hill, having the opportunity, the way the, way the transfer portal played out, uh, you know, he sat him. He, he and I sat down, and he told me, he says, Coach, I want to go in the portal to see what's out there for me. And uh, he said, I'm not going to go for anything other than something that's spectacular. And he had a couple offers that I thought were some really good programs, but he opted to stay with, uh, stay at Shepherd, finish his degree, and play his final year with us. Um, that's just a credit to who he is. Uh, he's a pretty grounded young man. Uh, he's, it's not about him. He's a team guy, and he'll do his best to lift everybody up around him. 518 yards in his first game, Ernie? I mean, you're sitting there. You, you, you were an assistant shepherd forever. Now you're the head coach. And I'm sure you maybe had some belief that he was going to be all right, but 518 is insane. Yeah, that was, and that was against one of the top five teams in the country, uh, Notre Dame College in Ohio. And uh, it, was a, it was a game that we went down and it had a chance for a two-point conversion to go to overtime. But, yeah, he lit it up his first, uh, first game and with passing yards and attempts. But I guarantee if you talk to him about that first game, there's other either missed opportunities that he would bring up. And uh, that, that's the kind of stuff I think he – you know, it, it's his things that he's not successful with, or ways he does the way the way he wouldn't be able to find a way to win for the team. And uh, the guy is remarkable. Um, you know, you talk about the different NFL Network things. You know, I said, you know, before the draft, I said, don't sleep on him and don't miss him like uh, some of the Division One schools did. He is a he is a BCS type talent as a college player. That's what he was. We were fortunate enough that he grew up in Shepherdstown. His parents went to school with Shepherd. He wanted to be close to his mom, his dad, his siblings. I mean, a very tight knit family, his grandparents. Uh, so I think, you know, we benefited from that at Shepherd. And uh, we just needed to make sure we had took a full advantage of having what I think is the best player to ever play Division II football. Yeah, Coach, I want to hit on that with you because we've we've heard about how he certainly had some opportunities to 
to uh, you know go to a D1 program and transfer late in his career. He decided to stay with you guys. Uh, we heard about how Northwestern was one of those schools that w- was interested locally here in Chicago. It's kind of painful to think about because I think they definitely could have used them. Um, yeah. But but what was that process like for you? And I mean, did you guys think you were going to lose them? But it, it, and then in the end, uh, what did you learn just from that process and his decision to? I don't know if loyal is the right word, but stay with you guys and, and finish and get his degree. You know, I've had a chance to kind of reflect on that whole process with uh, Tyson and one of our offensive linemen that's with the 49ers, Joey Fisher. And uh, both those guys would have had opportunities to transfer to Division One programs, opted to stay. They both found roads to the NFL. Um, when Tyson was going through it, uh, I've had a great relationship through with Tyson. I've watched him grow up. Uh, so our families went to church together. So I, I'm very familiar with him. So I was very supportive of him. And um, you know, when he and I sat down, he told me what he was doing. I said, just keep me in the loop. And after each one of his visits, it's, it was like I was high school coach talking about how the visit went and how he would fit in. And I was very torn at that part because I wanted to keep him at Shepherd. Uh, but I also didn't by any means want to um, keep him from fulfilling a lifelong dream that he may have had or what he felt he needed to do. His decision that he made was him, his family to stay at Shepherd. And once he did, you know, um, you know, obviously, I, I, I mean, that was a pretty cool moment uh, going through it. His, my son and him are roommates. And so. You know, I would I would call my son up like, hey, man, what do you think? What do you think? He goes, Dad, he really liked the last visit. I don't know, man. It's not good. Might not go our way. So I, it was uh, it was like uh, 10 o'clock, uh, whatever night he decided, like I want to say like a Monday night or a Sunday night. I think it was a Sunday night. And I and I'm I'm laying in bed watching TV with my wife and my phone rings and it's Tyson. And I, I was like, oh, man, here we go. Pick it up. And he says, hey, coach, uh, you awake? I said, yeah, I'm awake, 100%. And he said, I, I just wanted to let you know what I'm deciding to do. And, and my heart still pumped, you know, kind of races thinking about it. He said, uh, I want, I want, I'm going to stay at Shepherd. I'm going to pull myself out of the portal tomorrow morning. I said, Tyson, are you sure that's what you want to do? He goes, absolutely. And, and he goes, I feel like I've had the world, you know, lifted off his shoulders. And I said, all right, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Go to the compliance office. We'll get that taken care of. Well, <laughs> we get a snowstorm on Monday and the school closes. So <laughs> needless to say, I'm 24 hours like, come on, man, what's going on? Tuesday, we're opened up. I'm sitting in our offense coordinator's office. Tyson comes bouncing in, like happy to see each other. You know, everybody's, you know, just dapping each other up. And I said, Tyson, have you uh, been to the compliance office yet? And he goes, ah, oh, yeah, I forgot. I said, hey, come on, I'll walk down the hall with you and we'll take care of this. <laughs> so I, I, I can remember it all. But, you know, the kid, when you think about Tyson Bajan, man, you are the, the city of Chicago, the fan base of Chicago is getting a grounded, hard worker that will compete at the highest level and will prepare to win as many football games as he can help his team win. If it's on the practice squad, I guarantee he's going to give the Chicago defense the best look they can possibly have. If it's as a backup, I guarantee he's going to be ready to go in if he's needed to go in and play. The kid prepares more harder than any football player I have ever witnessed. 
Um, and he is a, he is just a, he is a, he was a professional as a freshman in college. Well, Coach, I got super excited watching him that I created a song for him, which is Secret Bajan Man. I won't sing it for you, but it's really good. Um, like you'll, have it. to watch, you'll have to watch the clip. It's it's something. Uh, I, I, I recommend not watching. Yes. I mean, I just, you know, one one line is that the, the, the odds are if you're open, he will find you. And it seems like he sees the field incredibly well. That's what we witnessed. And I'm interested to learn about three, three offensive coordinators, right, in his career. So, yep. you know, how did that you know what different looks was he doing as far as what he had to learn each year well it was each one of the offense coordinators it really came at the right time uh you know uh, coach ty hyatt who's the offense coordinator now at southern utah uh, did a great job in in developing tyson as a freshman in college and sophomore year kind of taking us into COVID. um with that like i, I i'm going to give you this here's a typical tyson bajan story so Tyson and Coach Hyde are watching film. As, I think it's his freshman or sophomore year in the summertime. Coach Hyde says to him, said, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to the beach for a week, so we won't be able to watch any film next week. So let's catch up when I get back. So Coach Hyde leaves. He goes home. He's packing his bag. Tyson calls him. He goes, Coach, I'm not going to see you all next week. And Coach Hyde says, yeah, that's true. He goes, can I come over tonight and get some more film in before you leave? And, of course, Coach Hyatt, professional football guy, said, come on over. His wife made dinner for him, and I think they watched film probably till 11 or 12 at night. But that's the mindset this guy has. He is going to prepare to do the best he can be. And to have a 18- or 19-year-old guy worry about watching film in June and July, and it's important to him to get the time in the film room during that time when most people are jet skiing and, vacationing uh, that speaks to who he was as a young kid as a young player um, and he's doing the same thing as he prepares to play at the professional level at the in the NFL he's going to prepare just the way he is coach Correll, his next offense coordinator was you know really get it out there put pressure on defense they had a tremendous relationship coach Correll and Tyson's dad are real close friends and uh, he was very instrumental in Tyson's development through high school and into college. And then the last one was uh, Tyler Haynes, who uh, I think did a great job of helping Tyson understand coverages, how to read coverages, things to look for, and stuff like that. So even though he had three different offense coordinators, the offense was very much the same, and he had an opportunity to grow. Sorry about that. No, no, no. I was, I was talking. I was, I was suiting my guy Gregor. I, was, I, I just wanted to know if the offense was basically the same, which you just said. So offense is 100. I, I for the for the time of before I became the head coach, I was the offense coordinator, and we've just carried this offense on. So the foundation of the offense was very consistent. Uh, each coordinator maybe tweaked some things to make it fit who they are, um, but it, for for the learning purposes, it was the coordinator that was learning the offense to fit and bring what they could to it. You you talk about he prepares as good as any player you've ever seen, and you mentioned the practice squad, but there's a bit of a quarterback competition brewing for that QB2 spot with Tyson playing as well as he has. Uh, if it were you as a head coach, what do you think would be best for his development to be a guy that sits behind a, a backup veteran or be be the second quarterback? And if, if Fields had to come out for a series or a game, that he'd be ready to play right away. 
You know, I, I had a chance of you know, watching Tyson through the Senior Bowl and his preparation kind of going into the draft and really paying it, you know, like Tyson was on, he's on campus when he's in town. And so we're talking about his experience in OTAs. And, um, I, you know, I, for me, uh, man, that's a, you know, this, he needs to be in the NFL. That's what I'm going to tell you. He needs, if, if he, and this is what I told every scout that came in here, you decide, I'm going to let the Chicago Bears decide where he should be. But they're never going to be disappointed having Tyson Bajan come into their facility every day as an employee. And I personally think he could be the number two guy, and I, I would have complete confidence in it. You know, what's, what's interesting about when I look at his college career coach, you know, Bill Parcells had his rules for drafting a quarterback, and, it, you know, it, it, the list is all these things that basically don't happen anymore. Um, be a three-year starter, be a senior, graduate, start at least 30 games, win at least 23 games, um, complete at least 60% of your passes. We see all these quarterbacks come in now and get drafted with 13 starts in college, and, you know, the traits are unbelievable. I get it. Um, but it's just – it's just – I mean, Tyson Bajan checks every one of those boxes, and I and I'm just. Are you were you a little surprised that when it was all said and done, 14 quarterbacks got drafted this year, and he wasn't one of them? It, it surprised me. I, I was 100% shocked. Uh, you know, because 100%, I was. I and I was. I, I was disappointed. You know, obviously, you know, we wanted to see Tyson get get his name called in the draft board and. Uh, but I also, once you get into the later rounds, uh, you're going to sign with who really wants you instead of who's just taking you. I think the fact that uh, the offense coordinator for the Bears was his coach at the Senior Bowl, I think they developed somewhat of a relationship there. He knew who Tyson was when they signed him. Um, and I, I'm, I'm thrilled that he's playing in with the Chicago Bears right now. And I really hope in the next eight days he's, he's a bear for this upcoming football season. Did uh, did Luke talk to you a bunch, Coach, or did did, did Ryan Poles talk to you? No, well, they've had they had multiple multiple scouts come out, and uh, so their scouts did a tremendous job. Uh, in fact, the first scout that came out, and I don't I don't know if he's still with the Bears or not, uh, and I'm sorry his name, but he was right away like, this is a guy that fits who we are. He can do a lot of the same things that Justin Fields can do. And uh, it kind of fits that mold. So if the, if it works out and the and the Bears are happy with Tyson and he ends up having a solid career, whatever whoever that first scout was was I believe jumping on the table for him. And I think Tyson obviously did a good job with Luke down in uh, down in um, Mobile. So it's interesting that you say that about that he can do what Fields does because you know, we get in the stereotype game. Oh, the the black quarterback super athletic. The white guy can't really run, but he can throw. But you're saying that maybe underrated athleticness for for Tyson. Well, he's got tremendous athleticism. He's a great athlete. Um, he <laughs> he can do all kinds of athletic things that you just don't see. Um, I know I know what a tremendous athlete he is, and he can do the same things I believe that any of the quarterbacks in the NFL can do. Coach, uh, 
I'm excited. Yeah, Let's go. I'm, well, I'm gonna have to. I'm ex- all of a sudden. I'm excited for Shepherd football. I'm a, where are you guys at? Where you guys got to be raring to go here. I, I appreciate your time, by the way, because you're jumping oh, into the absolutely. football season here. You've got his brother on the team, right? He's a freshman quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Ezra is a freshman with us, and uh, so that's pretty awesome. You know, uh, yeah, I have my family and I have had a great relationship with Tyson and his family. So we go to the same church. When we, I'm going to give you this story, I love telling this story if you got time. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're, we're recruiting Tyson, and of course, we're my. This is Christmas Eve. My family and I were showing up. We show up a little bit later. Walk in. We got to sit in the back back of the church, and I'm like, man, I know Tyson's here. We have offered him. He hadn't committed yet. So I sat there and I was looking around and I see his dad. Have you? I don't know if you met his dad. His dad is a outgoing personality, world champion arm wrestler, really big dude. And I look up and I see I see his dad and then I see Tyson, and I see the pew behind him is empty. So we're standing up for a hymnal, hymnal ends. I just walk out of the pew with my family, walk around, walk down the middle of the church, and I slide right in the pew behind him. And I put my arms around his dad and Tyson. I go, hey, God meant for us to be together, you know. <laughs> and his dad had a great one-liner coming back. He goes, man, it's about time you got here. We've been holding that pew for you for 20 minutes. So <laughs> we, we had a lot of fun with that. And my our, our priest, he absolutely laughed. He goes, I was wondering what the heck you were doing walking up towards the altar at that time. And then when I sat down next to Tyson, he knew exactly what I was doing, you know, recruiting him. Uh, you know what? I'm a big Tyson Bajan fan. Uh, the kid's poise that he has. Uh, all the, like you, you, you mentioned that list that Bill Bar- Parcell had. Bill Parcells has. You know, I think Tyson Bajan checks every box of what it takes to be great, except for he played at a Division two school. That's the thing. And um, he just, you know, he's been a remarkable guy for for us for five years. Uh, he FaceTimed our team the other night. He knew when our team meeting was. He gets on FaceTime, tells him, hey, he tells him how much he misses him, how much he is rooting for us, the whole deal. So uh, it's a pretty cool connection. We've got Saturday off because we go they go into our this weekend. I thought about catching a flight coming to Chicago and watching the guy play. So well, I'll be watching on TV though. Coach, you get up here. We got places for you to eat. So we got, you know, a great studio here too. And Chicago's a great place. You should. At some point, you got to get up here. Come on in. I, I, you know what? I will be there, 100. percent I, you know, if the Bears, if the Bears do what I think is a good franchise decision for them, take care of my guy Tyson. Uh, you'll definitely see the McCook family in Chicago for multiple times. Well, I got to say, based on everything you're saying here and how much they loved them, how much that scout, and we're going to find out who that scout is. I'm going to find out, make sure all the Bears fans know who it is and give them the proper credit. Um, it doesn't sound like a guy that they're ready to wave and possibly they're, lose just to get to the practice anywhere. squad even. So, um, and if you could help send the video of Mark singing his secret Bajan Man song over to him. <laughs> uh, Ernie, I'll send it over to Chip. We'll get it, we'll get it in the ether here. Hey, have you guys had a uh, – have you, have you met you, – wait till you meet his dad. Yeah. His dad, I'm sure you saw the NFL Network stuff with his dad. If you did, you need to look that up. His dad is a is a great personality, um, and it, it's kind of it's kind of a lot of fun, you know, just with him and the family. And I, I tell you, he's just uh, they're they're a, they're a great group. They seem like, like a confident bunch. <laughs> well, that that's 
Ah, you know what? I, I, I tell our football team, there's arrogance and there's confidence. Yep. Confidence comes from great preparation, and Tyson Bajan prepares better than – I bet you he prepares better than anybody. And this is me talking. I'm his big fan, but I've watched him prepare for five years. I guarantee he prepares to play the game of football as hard or harder than anybody on any roster in the NFL. He reminds me of what I've heard about a Drew Brees type player. Wow. Birdie McCook, Love it. awesome. You, great to talk to you. Good luck uh, on the season. And hey, let's uh, let's catch up down the line as as the career goes along. Or let's we'll have, we'll we'll have you review some of the film hopefully when he gets out there someday. Hey, it was fun. I was you know I, I had a cookout with my uh, with our coaches and uh, on Saturday, so I had twenty. I was sitting outside while Tyson was playing, and I had about twenty five people in our living room watching the game. And when he scored the touchdown, the the freaking neighborhood exploded. <laughs> so everybody was watching, and it's uh, we're excited for him, and we're excited for the Chicago Bears, and and we're rooting for the San Francisco 49ers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got guys on all three rosters right now. Well, it sounds like you guys are doing some great things at Shepard, uh, getting guys in the NFL like that. So best of luck to you this season. Hopefully, uh, we'll talk down the line here shortly. Thank you, guys. It was a lot of fun. Go Bears. <laughs> Thanks, Ernie. Appreciate it. It's awesome. Ernie McCook. Fun conversation there. Loved it. I got some takeaways, too, that I got to get to. Uh, we actually have another guest coming up here in a little bit, too, that we're going to introduce to the show. Um, but want to make sure you know, if you happen to be in the market for a new vehicle, well, we got great news for you because, as we announced yesterday, Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Fox Lake – They've joined the CHGO team. We're really excited about this. And at Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. Right now, during the Make This the Summer event at Ray CDJR in Fox Lake, you'll be able to take up to 20% off MSRP on select new 2023 Ram 1500 models. And yeah, you know, you might be thinking those interest rates pretty high right now we get it but that's not the case at ray cdjr right now because now through august 31st you'll be able to get limited time zero percent financing for 72 months on select new models so if you're in the market for a new vehicle then you have to check out the team at ray chrysler dodge jeep ram because they are the only team we recommend Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR only in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. Serving the community since 1963. This is the perfect time for me to tell you about Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary because I could really use some Sunnyside right now after that. I mean, I am hyped up from that interview. I could use a nice little chill. You could use Sunnyside every single day. Coach McCook got you running through a brick wall here? Coach McCook... Wow. <laughs> I buy everything he said. Carter's ready to bench Justin Fields right now. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I am. You, I, like, I've never seen somebody so excited. I mean, maybe for Saturday. I, I am. Ex let me put it this way. When Bajan enters the game on Saturday, I'm going to be. I mean, I You'll hope Fields singing, plays a half. Give me Bajan for a half. You're going to get a 17 jersey? I might get a 17 jersey, yes. <laughs> After I pick up some Mindy's, the best tasting gummies and chocolate edibles created by the James Beard Award winning chef Mindy Siegel. Or maybe, I, maybe I'll just go with good news. The gummies, the rechargeable vape pen and the cart. Perfect for great moments with the crew. That was a great moment with the crew. Uh, maybe I'll go Florical. Born on the West Coast, the Florical Farms committed to rigorous pheno hunting and small batch cultivation. I don't know what that means, but it sounds delicious. Bottom line, you want to go to sunnyside.shop. Sunnyside.shop. 
shop. It's through August. You go over there and you use the code CHGO25 at checkout. You get 25% off your total order. So it's one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. It's not only for new customers. Anyone can use the code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. You'd have to be 21 or over an Illinois Med Card holder. Sunnyside, your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place for all kinds of visitors. Tony Daly from the Irish Bear Show in the chat. He goes, Coach McCook makes you want to get high? Yes. <laughs> well, I want to chill out. I need, I need to relax. We got Ray coming up. We got a game Saturday. That was awesome. You do need to relax. Did you get done with that? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm right. good. Right, sure. All right. Here's my takeaway. <laughs> you know what I heard in there? We're not used to hearing this. And even in the Justin Fields case, which I think was a little misrepresented, but... You know, when, remember the viral video of when he got drafted by the Bears and he just sort of was like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not used to Chicago being a quarterback destination. And I hear Coach McCook talking there. He's like, great relationship with Getzey. Once we knew he wasn't getting drafted, he basically got to pick where he wanted to go. Like the offense, like the relationship with the coaching staff. Bears came out and worked him out, thought it was a great fit. We never hear that about the Bears. A great fit for a quarterback? True story. Senior bowl and all. Let's go. Luke Getze and Tyson Bajan bonded to your weird Luke Getze worries over there. That would, I guess, be one more I mean, that's ice why cube it in the is glass. important to have your coaching staff out there for the senior bowl. You know, I mean, you get eyes on players you're potentially drafting, but also, you know, you, you, you get to build relationships, too. Darnell Wright, Tyson Bajit, Tyreek Stevenson, who else? Uh, Zach Pickens. How many, how many guys in the draft class were from the Senior Bowl? We, we went, I mean, that okay. clearly was a very valuable experience for the Bears uh, and went a long way. So um, that was one takeaway from there. And then I just, again, what I heard in there, too, when, and, and granted, yes, he's obviously his coach, but they had a lot of success together, so the guy knows him very, very well. Drew Brees comp, like, <laughs> just that name even coming up. I hear minimum, like, floor. It sounds like a very capable backup quarterback in the NFL. I, I think of, of because, like, obviously you could talk about, like, Kurt Warner coming out of nowhere, bagging groceries to be an NFL MVP. You can talk about the extremes, but I think if we wanted to, like, have a reasonable destination, Josh McCown, I, you know, I don't know if that's something because, like, he was uh, that's read, a good react, call. rip it. You're, Carm's trying to calm down right now. You know, you just got him excited again. Well, I like Josh McCown, but, right, I think that's maybe. Well, a, you know, well what's interesting about you said about McCown, not to cut you off there, no. but, like, they're, McCown, unbelievable athlete, too. Yeah. Unbelievable work ethic. Underrated, right? Yeah. Underrated athlete. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I think that could be a destination for him. So, it's exciting. I, I don't think anybody's overspeaking it. The door has been open for two reasons. One, because he's played well. But two, maybe a, the bigger reason is because P.J. Walker has played poorly. You know? Uh, and, and so, now we're here. It's an interesting preseason story, and, and I'm curious to see where it goes. I like his confidence when the video, if you watch it from the NFL Network um, that they did in January – he did have a lot of confidence, and I like a guy that bets on himself, especially in this college environment where all these kids are transferring, trying to find the grass greener on the other side, trying to lift their stock, and most of the time staying where they are is what's best for them. But, you know, 
there's a lot of different variables that come into play. So I like a, a player that, you know, believes in himself like that. I mean, I love that he stayed too, and I hate the transfer portal. But in this particular situation, if he had transferred, let's say he went to Northwestern and transferred and led the Cats to – Oh, yeah. He's getting – he's like minimum fourth-round pick. Right. Yeah. So, so it might not have actually been I – mean, Clayton Thorson was a fourth-round pick. Right. And, you know, his career there was – really good overall but definitely shaky like he wasn't a foregone conclusion and obviously didn't stick in the in the league so i mean he but i guess what i'm getting at though is like you got to think about this from like the coach's mindset and the the front office's mindset of if we're really making this guy qb2 he has to check those boxes right of a backup quarterback preparation understanding like, like basically trust it all comes down to trust right and that was why i was getting to on our post-game show Saturday when we had this this debate between him and, and Walker, and it was asking a rookie to be the backup. Right, like that's a tough that's a tough ask because especially as we started the show talking about the offensive line, no one wants to hear it. But I have nightmares every single night about it. The QB one getting hurt at any point. Right, that's the million dollar question. It, it, this is an interesting developmental project. Is he ready to be QB two week one? You know, I, I, I don't I don't, I can't answer that yet. I, I'm definitely very intrigued, but we can't say for sure week one if Justin has to come out for a series as he's going to come out and be ready. There's a lot of different things. You got to get the play in. You got to get everybody lined up. Right. You got to, you know, work with your center and, and call out who's the mic. You know, there's a lot of different things that, that he, the speed of the game changes when you step up into that NFL field. I, I hear you, but. Everything that we saw and everything that Ernie McCook just said, I'd bet on him being able to handle it. A $5 super chat, by the way, from Isaac Siegel. Did you guys see even Fox News had a story about Tyson Bajan <laughs> taking over as QB2, LOL. That's a good job by that. Fox News. Way to go. They're all over <laughs> it. See that. About time. Uh, uh, that's great. Good job, Isaac. National coverage. Right. Wait until Saturday. Let's go. Uh, all right. Hoger. So another quick break here, and then we're going to bring in our new friend yeah. in the show who's going to be with us uh, throughout the season. Um, but first, go check out Lewis U. Lewis U is a place you need to check out if you're, you're looking to add to your education. They have students just like you, full-time jobs, families, full-time sports fandoms. Go back to school. Earn a respected degree at Lewis University, 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville, ranked as one of U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offers evening, online, and blended formats to help you balance work, family, and education. Their faculty bring real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. We offer career support, academic resources for all adult students looking to complete your bachelor's or master's degree or enroll in a professional certificate program, well, Lewis has the right program for you. They have several career-focused programs that will help you be set up for success. How about this one right here? Criminal justice and public safety. First responders, get this, receive 20% off tuition 
and tuition is deferred for six weeks after the end of each class. So they got all types of programs and benefits like that, depending on what you're looking at. They also offer programs in computer science, aviation, business analytics, uh, business pro other business programs, and technology programs. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world. Learn more. Here's the website. Check it out. LewisU.edu slash you can do this. And this episode of CHGO Bears is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, BetterHelp.com forward slash CHGO for 10% off your first month. Look, I think most of us, I certainly can speak to having uh, just had the benefit of talking to a professional about the various challenges that we all face every day from career to I'm scheduling my better help yeah. session for later today after what Jerry Reinsdorf did to me this morning. I mean, you might need, we all could use a better help on something. I might need some better oh, it's help. It's good to talk to somebody. It is. It is. Uh, I've, I've done it uh, for a long time and it's helped me in literally every category of my life. So I highly do recommend it. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient and flexible, suited to your schedule all you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire you get matched with a licensed therapist you can switch therapists anytime if you don't feel that connection for no additional charge this is what you do you go to betterhelp.com forward slash chgo they're going to answer a few questions about yourself and some goals why are you there what do you want to do what do you want to get out of it which is also a great exercise by the way it makes you think about what exactly want you, what you want out of doing the work you do get an email once you're matched and you start connecting with your therapist from there you can start scheduling sessions let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. visit betterhelp.com slash chgo today to get 10 percent off your first month that's that's better help H-E-L-P dot com slash C-H-G-O. All right. Exciting times here at CHGO as we continue to grow and uh, welcome new sponsors to the program um, and the CHGO family. One of those sponsors, as you've heard us. And before we do that, I just want to remind everybody that CHGO Bears training camp coverage is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. Learn more at ComEd.com forward slash powering biz another one of our great sponsors yeah i was gonna say speaking of sponsors um but last couple days you've heard us talking about the ray auto group chrysler dodge jeep ram and a uh, part of this partnership is going to include us introducing a new friend of the show uh it's going to join us every couple weeks during the season ray scarpelli from ray auto group joining us now and he is a massive bears fan he knows his football we've been talking uh we had lunch last week we're really he's a fancy football guy so he's going to be providing some fancy football tips along the way as well but ray uh we're really excited about this thanks for jumping on with us today and uh i guess you know tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners viewers can get to know you and uh and of course the the dealership as well no problem. Thanks, Adam. I appreciate the introduction. I'm excited to be a part of the partnership here with you guys. Um, big football fan, big Bears fan my whole life. Um, it's, you know, it's exciting, right? We, you know, we're getting into a year where there's lots of talk about, you know, Justin Fields, a new stadium, Kevin Warren. I mean, the it's, it's a great, it's a great feeling really to be a Bears fan right now. A lot of excitement. Um, you know, I'm a big fantasy football guy. It's something, you know, my friends and I after college, that's kind of how we connect and, 
you know, keep in touch. Actually, a couple of them are flying in uh, this weekend for our draft, one from Alabama, uh, one from Arizona. So we follow the league really closely. Uh, we're all big Bears fans. Um, so it's it's exciting. And obviously, uh, my day-to-day -day here at the dealership, you know, I want to provide your listeners with uh, some good information, not just about our dealership and what we do, but it could be something simple like, you know, hey, it's kind of crazy times right now, right, with buying cars with interest rates. And I want to just lend some knowledge that could be helpful in the car buying process and tell you why our dealerships really are the best place to buy a car. So that that's my goal here. Ray, are you wearing an orange shirt today for uh, specific reasons? You, you knew it. You knew it, man. I mean, it's kind of like Tampa Bay creamsicle color orange a little bit, but I thought to myself this morning, I was like, you know what? I got to wear orange for the Bears today. So that's got to make this we, man we, my left hand. I love it because uh, they were telling me that we would get along. Yeah, Ray, I feel like you and Braggs are going to be like. And that's good news because we've got this trend going around here at CSU Bears called Meatball Island. <laughs> and I, I want to, you know, we'll get to know each other better, but I want you to know the invitation is extended to come on over to Meatball Island. <laughs> and we at Meatball Island, we have a lot of fun and we sometimes we get a little drunk. It's like it's and, a real place. And say crazy things about about the Chicago Bears. So maybe we can get a, a vehicle on Meatball Island that we can drive around from you. Is it on the Channel Lakes right by here in Fox Lake? <laughs> we, you know, Crab Apple Island, we could rename that Meatball Island. Take it over? Yeah. Send all the meatballs there? I like it. Okay. He's a new name. Welcome uh, to the show, Ray. Yeah. Ray, uh, so, so tell us uh, where you're at right now with, with Justin Fields. Um, yeah, I know you're a big fan of his and you are very optimistic he's going to make the jump. I'm a little nervous about the offensive line today in particular, but um, that's just because I'm a little grumpy about the White Sox, I think. <laughs> well, I'm a Cubs fan, so I think we're, I think we're all <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, here, Justin, you know, um, when we drafted him, I remember actually uh, my buddy that's flying in for our fantasy football draft from Arizona, I remember we were watching – the draft live and when I saw the Bears trade up I was stoked I'm like I'm hoping it's Justin Fields that that was my first thought um, I loved watching him in college um, I just you know to me the Bears actually drafting a quarterback that has been successful in college and to watch him to play for our team and you know that that in itself, I think, is exciting, right? Um, I expect individually, I expect a, a Jalen Hurts-like jump. I know we've got some issues with the offensive line, right, with some of the injuries and everything. But I, I, I mean, I think trading that pick, getting a number one receiver with DJ Moore was a really good move. Um, so between him. Uh, Claypool, Mooney, I, he's going to have some weapons. Komet as a tight end, Robert Tunyon as well, another tight end. Um, you know, if they design an offense kind of similar to what the Ravens did when Lamar broke out too, um, you know, using the two tight ends, I think that would be good. Um, so I, I expect a, a pretty close to an MVP-like season from him, a big jump. I mean, the NFL right now with what they've done with some of these younger quarterbacks, right, with 
Stefan Diggs with, you know, Josh Allen with AJ Brown with Hertz and now more with Fields. I think that's the formula now. So I like to see the Bears following that modern trend in the NFL. I, I think you passed the Meatball Island test there. You had, that, that was the test you passed and, and you, you, you're in. I love it. Robbie, I, I mean, Robbie's already replacing you, uh, me, you with me on the show, Ray. So that, <laughs> congrats on that promotion. Cut to the chase, though, Ray. How many wins? So I'm thinking, I mean, here, I'm going to be realistic uh, just because the division's tough, right? I mean, the media, national media is talking about Detroit, right? Um, you know, the Vikings, um, Green Bay. I, I Here, if we've got a better record than Green Bay, um, I'll be happy. I'm thinking, I'm just going to be realistic. I'm thinking eight wins. Okay. All right, realistic's all fine and dandy there, Ray, but... <laughs> Like tomorrow, we're gonna do a Meatball Island show. A little teaser for those viewing in, uh-huh. um, asking some of the fans to give their best Meatball take. And so, since you just gave the realistic take for the season, mm-hmm. what's your Meatball take that you're standing on for this Bears season? Oh man! Um, well, Justin Fields even being in the MVP conversation. I, I need more Meatball. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just because you're hungry. Beat, beating the Packers in the first game by three touchdowns, you know. Ooh, that's yes. a good one. There I like it. Now you're speaking my language. That that would be huge. We need it, Ray, because if they don't win that game, I'm going to be crying on the post. A grown man <laughs> will be crying on the post game show. Well, well so. I was telling Adam, I mean, realistically, I just don't see – I mean, because here my whole life, right, like I'm, I'm 32, right? So, like, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, like – Jordan Love being the third guy to play for the franchise, you know, for 15 some odd years, you know, like he just, they got to strike out on one of their guys, right? Like it, I just, you know, they got to know what it, what it feels like to have, you know, like a little bit of quarterback controversy, not like a lot of success at that position, you know what I mean? So um, to me, I mean, here beating them, that's, that's the one team where it's always, you know, it, it feels a little bit better on the Monday, right after we beat them. So yeah, I feel good about the game, but I'll be I'll be vomiting by halftime. I can promise no, you. you Everything is going to be fine because they're going to win by three they're, touchdowns. They're winning by three touchdowns. Ray, um, <laughs> all right, give us your. I don't want to put you in a tough spot here, though. You got you said you had your draft coming up, so we want to hear your fantasy football sleeper. But I guess we got to make sure that no one in your league is actually watching this because we don't I want know, them to steal your guy. That, what, what, we're talking about that i was kind of like man i hope like nobody's listening but i i here i'll speak in general terms how about that so um i will say to me i think the tampa bay wide receivers are extremely undervalued based on their adp even with baker mayfield at quarterback like i would love to pick up Mike Evans or Godwin in the sixth or seventh round to be a wide receiver too. I mean, they're going to get the target volume, right? Regardless. I even think their running back is a little undervalued Rashad white. So I'm, I'm kind of in on that offense, even with a different quarterback. That's not the goat. That's not Tom Brady. You know, I still think, you know, somebody's going to have to soak up those targets, right? I think it's either 
Evans or Godwin. They're going to run the ball a lot, you know. So I just I that's I would say my my sleepers. I think they're on that offense is being undervalued and I'll score you some points in the later rounds, which is what you're looking for from a value based perspective. See, that's why you wore the Bucks creamsicle polo exactly. today. That That's exactly. what it was. Uh, all right, Ray, as we let you go, anything uh, exciting going on at the dealership next couple weeks here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for us, um, our dealership, we're really big on the community and our brand really raised price promise. Everybody qualifies for our online price. Um, you know, you don't have to be a college grad. You don't have to be, you know, an educator, right? Our price online is real. Not every dealership does that, but that's something that we really pride ourselves on is our price promise. And as far as what we got going on, uh, we've got our grand reopening at our Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram store on September 9th. Uh, we're going to be giving away a ton of different prizes there. You could win up to $1,000. You could win some Cubs tickets, some White Sox tickets, some Bulls tickets. So we're big sports fans here at the dealership. And, you know, so we've got our grand reopening going on. And, and that's that's really what we got on the docket right now. We got a ton of events, though, coming out throughout the year at our Chevrolet store and our CDJR store. So I'm excited to talk about those events with you guys and some of the deals we got going on. But I, I definitely want to be a go-to car guy, right? Chicago, everybody needs a guy. You know, I'm sending in my application to be the audience's car guy. So that's what, I, that's what I'm looking to do. <laughs> I love it. Well, you were my guy there on Saturday. I went in at dealership you guys took care of me and uh, so yeah if anybody drops in in Fox Lake make sure you tell them that CHGO sent you and uh, and Ray will definitely and his team will take care of you so Ray this was awesome good start and um, we'll be talking to you in a couple weeks all right looking forward to it guys thank you for having me on thanks all right. Ray all right Ray Scarpelli from Ray Auto Group and uh, yeah check him out Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. We didn't even get to the point that I've got a hole on my driver's side uh, floor. (laughs) There's a hole? Yep. Get to getting you a car. Sure is. Hole. Hole. Like the floor is gone? It's on its way to being gone. Like the Flintstones? See, that's it. You know, apparently. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I learned? Uh, I didn't see a hole, I got to be honest. There's a hole. It's probably that beet juice they're putting in the. Uh, salt in the winter now. Did I make it? I hope I didn't make that it. stuff doesn't I... wash off. How does Nagy know that I drive a Honda? <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Have I ever, t- awesome. Seriously, Maybe... have I ever talked about that on the show? Does Nagy know me? I wonder Maybe if Nagy it's knows the me. guy that lives down the hallway from you that you thought was a what serial killer. What if Nagy killer? is David Kaplan? Yeah, or that. Cap wouldn't, reckon, wouldn't remember what car I'm driving, even though he's seen me in it a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did you right, hear about a, the new car I got? Never mind. We got a, we got a lot of um, yeah, super duper. Super duper. So we, let's we, do a couple here. We, we do, but we got uh, one more sponsor. Yeah, to so thank let me as well. before before we do that. Uh, thank you, Adam Hogue, because I did that. Put that in there in bold for uh, you and or me. So let's do me. Uh, take on the sun. By the way, with Garrett Delas, I probably put my name on there. Uh, our friends at Shady Rays. I've got three pairs right now, Shady Rays, and I got to tell you, it is it is it's like a fun moment of my day. Which Shady Ray am I going to wear? They're all awesome. Uh, Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead, like 115 degrees today. Stay uh, stay cool out there, everybody. Independent sunglasses company that offers a world class product, just as good as any expensive pair that you've ever worn. 
They also have the most insane protection in all of eyewear. You know it. You love it. Every pair is backed by their lost and broken replacements. James Hogue would look amazing in a pair of Shady Rays. There's no doubt about that. Hey, exclusively for you, our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code CHGO, and you know it. You love it. 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. You all right over there? What's what in the Twitter doing? world? Is it it's official? Is, is the Chris Getz thing official or what? No, it has to do with the Bears and we can't talk about it yet. Great. I've but been reading pull, it. But later when, yeah, you, that, you can pull that reaction that I just had for later. Yeah, I've heard whispers on Twitter. Not great. Um, all right. Whew, this day is just... Huh. 6 a.m. practice this morning, ending with uh, me having the entire team running, then the White Sox ripping my heart out again. I can't focus. What the hell's going it's on on Twitter? It's been a day. It's uh. been a day. <laughs> it's not on Twitter. Um, okay. All right, let's get to these super chats. We've got a lot. Yeah, we do we have a greatly, greatly appreciate. Yes. Uh, so let's start with the Duke. Uh, the Duke... Is going to say, okay, here we go. We'll do these. Duke did three, so let's start in order here. Uh, First, he says, Justin has to play. Uh, Part of gelling the O-line is calls from the QB1. They should game plan to protect him, but he's got to be out there. I agree. I mean, look, and even if Justin doesn't play, like, these O-linemen need to play together. thousand percent. Let's go. I'm with the Duke. I mean... I just need to see Lucas Patrick on the field, playing center. If Justin didn't play on this Saturday, that means it'll have been 30 days since the last time he got live reps when they played the Green Bay Packers from the first preseason game, which was very limited reps. And some of you in the chat might think that those aren't valuable because you can do the simulations in practice. I don't agree. They need live reps. And it'll only more reps, more better. All right. Well, those two are on their uh, phones. Let's look at this one from the Duke. This is a a a rough Slack channel right now. (laughs) (laughs) Other teams are he. uh, The Duke says, are other teams even close to as banged up as we are already? If we are an outlier, the two possibilities are Flus being irresponsible with practice intensity, or the trainers all need to be fired for crap health maintenance. Thoughts? Um, so here's what's interesting about this, Duke. I was thinking about this. I mean, up until the last couple days here, the Bears had avoided, really it seemed like any type of injury that was actually going to impact them against the Packers week one. A lot of questions, a lot of guys missing. But it was like almost you could give them credit for being careful with these guys to make sure that they're ready to go for the season. Um... And when Ryan Poles was on Hogan Johns last week, he said that they're actually in better shape than they were a year ago, that they track all this stuff, practices missed, reps missed, and that they were ahead of where they were a year ago. Obviously, we don't have access to that information. You just got to take the GM at his word on that one. Football, football's football, though. Guys are going to get hurt. The ones that I think you start to worry about with the training staff, and I don't think the Bears are necessarily there, but the Bears have a – a good training staff and um you know i i 
this isn't like a Bulls or White Sox situation. Um, the soft tissue stuff adding up always gets concerning. But there's only even been a couple of those. Guys are going to get hurt playing football. It's just the reality of it. I don't. I appreciate the question. I think it's a good question, but I don't think that there's a kind of a track record here that you have to be concerned with just yet. I mean, Duke, they, they are literally thinking about this 24-7, trying to strategize it. So they've got all the best information. They're doing it the best they can. It's, it's, there's no negligence here. I, I would say they've been erring on the side of caution. It's just, to Hogue's point, you're playing the game of football. So... Yeah. And you're not going to – well, I'll leave that one alone. It's going to be a rough day. Oh, I'm going to triple dip the, these next three supers because they all kind of are on the same scenario here. Triples, triple super dip? Yeah. So, so the Duke was saying, based on Flus's logic, Brisker is day-to-day. He's been out for weeks. Tevin is week to weeks, so and he'll be out for months. If Wright ends up being month to month, then he's out for the season, right? Um, and then Joe Cal- Cagnos uh, for 499 says – when do the Bears get criticism for a camp that has resulted in this many injuries? Is Flus's camp too physically demanding? No. And Gary Ross, our guy for 499, says, Hogue, remember when I was hammering for George Fant? You gave me a hard time, but he would look really good right about now. So Gary was actually asking me to ask you that, and now he paid to ask it himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 31 years old, George Fant, and um, I don't necessarily know about the scheme fit. But um, anyway, he's on the Texans right now. So, Gary, I'm with you. You were right. Hogue was wrong. Fine. Just sign. <laughs> at, at, look, sh- we're, at, we're at the point where they're going to have to sign somebody, I think. Print the shut up Hogue shirts. Oh, wait. So are Print them. Thoughts on the, the whole, on Joe's question about is, is the camp too intense? Or? Well, before we get to that, though, I'm go- the one before that I liked because I actually wanted to, I was thinking about this too last night. As we try to, I remember covering hockey. Hockey guys, remember this with Joel Quinville? Law, you're a hockey guy. I've when, heard when of I it, remember yeah. covering some of the Stanley Cup runs, like you, you had to kind of like translate Joel Quinville to understand his injury diagnosis because they wouldn't say anything, right? Lower body, but upper body, lower you body. You could kind of yeah. tell by some of the words you would use how long they would actually be out. We're starting to get there with Flus, I think. Okay. So he's fine equals day-to-day. Day-to-day equals week-to-week. Week-to-week means at least a month. And beyond that, I'm not really sure yet, but it's not good. So you with me? Yes, I Guy get gets it. banged up and he's fine. He's, I think he's yes, day-to-day. You, that, that all checks out. If he says he's day-to-day, it's actually week-to-week. The last part is when, when he says it's month-to-month, at some point he's going to get up there, and if you ask a question, he'll tell me the guy. He'll tell you the guy's out for the year. Well, remember that happened last year That's with, what I'm Lucas saying, Patrick? with Lucas Patrick? Everybody forgot about Lucas Patrick, and then someone finally asked about it like weeks and weeks later, and he's like, oh, he's out for the year. He got surgery. Biggs was like a throwaway. I was like <laughs> half asleep. By the way, is Lucas Patrick around? Oh, no, he's out for the year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. All right, what else we got? Uh, and did you want to uh, talk about Joe's? Do we care? Do we the the too many injuries thing? Yeah, I just they have not. It's it has not been that physical of a camp. No. Guys get injured, even regardless of physicality. They they've literally Joe. They've done walkthroughs where they're literally going. 
this slow. And, yeah. that's, and that's how those are called walkthroughs. Yeah. <laughs> but they even do a slow walkthrough. They do those every day in <laughs> practice. <laughs> Their walkthroughs are slow. A, they do a crawl through. Like, <laughs> I'm, okay, can we just move it along? <laughs> All right, well, speaking of moving along, the Duke is, uh, he, he ended it, his, his super chat burst with this 1999er saying, okay, I've got to say something positive. It's well known that a great O-line can make a QB and his receivers look better. Maybe the inverse can be true. Uh, one to two can make the O-line look better. I don't know. Grasping at straws. Hey, if a guy can throw the ball quickly and a guy can get to somebody who gets open quickly, it helps. I mean, Aaron Rodgers went through plenty of years of bad suspect off offensive line play because of the quick game. If you can run a good quick game, it's how you negate offensive line struggles. And so, but that's been a problem for the Bears. You know, beyond just the weird thing is, I still think they're going to be able to run block. I think the scheme is good enough that they're they're going to be able to run the ball, which also helps you protect the quarterback. By the way, so eighteen days. All right, another double dip here. Uh, Bob Kerwin, four ninety nine. Polls will address the O line by week one. The question is how. Polls is always patient. Fields will play the last preseason game, and Doug Van Dorn. For 10 bucks says your honest opinion can there be enough o-line talent in the cuts and practice squads to fill out this o-line and be able to protect fields so he can be fully evaluated um yeah you know the thing the thing right now is it's really just other than tevin jenkins it's just my biggest concern is just everybody's banged up yet already right like what's next so you just need to have more depth the bottom line I, I think they're going to sign someone Doug because too many too many question marks my concern my, I, I don't know that no. I don't know that signing one guy is going to fix the, the trend though that's what I'm worried about no it's it's not but I think they're I mean I to start There's the cuts, show today cuts are coming up too yeah I mean to start four out of the five spots have had some type of injury or missing persons report um Braxton Jones, the only guy that has been in the same spot every single day since Bra- camp started. Braxton God. Uh, and you probably should knock on some level of wood or something with that I last I just game. did it again. <laughs> uh, I just I, did it again, didn't I? You, you did. You did. But that's okay because he's Braxton God. Okay. Just, now, well, what does that equal? That equals... You know, while there may be strides in the passing game with the talent they have at wide receiver added in tight end, but Justin Fields is still going to be running like he was last year to move the chains. Prepare for 900-plus yards. Easy. And, Could be. And 2,200 passing yards. Almost. I hope he makes it to week nine. We started out the show today, by the way. Everyone's – Jason Peters is available. Jason Peters – I mean, he is. I don't think he's the best schemes fit, but we're not going to Jason Peters again. Please, no. Yeah. All right, let's get through these. Go ahead. All right, yeah, speaking of things that we're probably not doing, Rick Jones, 999, says, total hypothetical, if Tariq Cohen passed medicals and displays similar measurables pre-injury and the Bears brought him back, how would they best make room on the roster? He, they are not interested he in Tariq on, Cohen, and yeah. Tariq Cohen is bummed about it. Yeah, Tariq was on his Twitch channel yesterday saying that the Bears aren't interested in him. I but mean, I'm disappointed by that too. At least work them out. Yeah. Thanks for thinking of Tariq and us, Rick. We appreciate you. 
Kevin Carlson, 999, with his beautiful doggy there in a, I believe that's a Mac jersey. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, he says, I want to hear your opinion. Since Justin Fields started for the Bears, I believe he has been ascending as the Bears QB. This year, if he takes another leap, this could be special for all of us Bear fans. Fair. Absolutely, Kevin, and we love your dog. That looks like a Visla. <laughs> A Vishla. Vishla. Could be a Vishla. Vishla, Vishla. That's what we had in the Carmen family growing up. Strudel, outstanding animal. Ooh, a Strudel. Which I recently learned. It was, uh, never mind, I won't say what I'm going to (laughs) say. Carm, you haven't smiled in like seven and a half minutes. It's going to be okay. Just think dreams of Tyson Bajan. Tyson Bajan. Listen, you just gave a great hint as to what's going on, but I don't think anybody will pick it up. So that's fine. All right, so <laughs> you're the one moping around here. I'm not moping. It's <laughs> no mope. Shy Town Real Estate, five bucks says first time listener. How y'all doing? And then threw another fiver to say the tans are great, dudes. Uh, Shy Town. Wait, welcome, well, my friend. First of all, welcome. Uh, doing doing fine. Fine is as high as I'm going to go today. Um, welcome to the program. No, I saw your your comment earlier. You, you want to join the team? We'll put you in touch with sales. More yes. than welcome. There is uh, plenty of people who would love to talk to you, right. including, I guess, our third baseman this week. Where's my guy, Chris Panko? Panko played third? No, he hasn't, play, he hasn't played in a while, but he says he's coming in for the playoffs. Okay. So Panko's going to carry us, baby. Rags, are you showing up? <laughs> Elliot just reminds us, breaking news, it is hot in Chicago. It really is. It's pretty hot out there. <laughs> Drew Black was in the chat earlier going, we need to somehow coerce Braggs into giving us the scoop as if, like, you can just trick, trick the stupid meatball <laughs> into talking. I don't know. They're not telling me either. Yeah, I don't They're in idea. some private Slack channel that I'm not even in because they know I got a big mouth. So yeah, I don't know what's going on Look at them. They're either. texting each other right now. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even notice that. You're yeah. right. They're in a Slack channel talking, and You're I'm not, not in it. I'm not either. Because they know I got a big mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I get it. That was a... But I'm going to be ripping their phones from their cold, dead hands here as soon as this show ends. What do you think it is, Greg? I don't know, but you're upsetting all of us now, including me. So let's just end the show so I can go throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, you'll be all right. It's, we're, okay. <laughs> what a fun! Hey, tomorrow. Carm, you started the show. Tomorrow the we're going to have hey. a lot of fun, regardless hey. of whatever news drops, <laughs> because we're me and Mark are going to be in studio. Hogue's going to be at House Hall, and it's a Meatball Island special tomorrow. I put out a tweet earlier this week. I'll, I'll recirculate it for those that didn't get a chance, and I asked people to give us their best meatball take for this year, and we got a bunch of really good responses. Lawrence is excited about all of them that I've already put I in mean, uh, yeah, our production. Get over it. Your we're going to have fun. And um, so we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. So make sure you tune in. We're going to have some fun. So, and I'm going to tell you, it's not officially confirmed, but we may have the greatest guest in the history of the program on here. Well, a, after a, the, a, after a, Ernie? Uh, well, I don't want to say take anything away from Ernie because I absolutely love Ernie. But th- how about this? Let me rephrase. Are you talking about tomorrow's show? Yes. Oh, well, I'm joining you, yeah. yeah that too. Hugs Let me rephrase. We may have the most legendary, unique guest that 
will be highly entertaining to finish Red up Panda? the show tomorrow. Is Red Panda going to do some tricks in the background? Just, 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 just be here tomorrow, about 12.30, 12.45-ish, or, or and, just come for the whole show, really. And, and by the way, I don't want this to like turn into like a rumor thing. It, it, so just as far as we know, we're not at – first of all, we're not allowed to report anything from practice until practice is over. We're not at practice, but as far as I know, QB1's fine. So don't do – don't 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 be running with that anywhere. That's okay, that makes a, me feel better. That's just a waste <laughs> of time. I apologize yeah. if any of that <laughs> Give us a like. started at, at all, because um, that's I was just reacting to. You know, it's been a newsy day with the White Sox. You never know what's going to happen every five seconds. Getting all types of text during the show, and um, you know, sorry I reacted on camera. Also, sorry I jinxed. No reacting. You're a human no being. No emotions. Hey, we went, we went a little long today. I thought I did an amazing hey, job driving the show. Just every just day. Could, you can do it again tomorrow. Because I, I I'll be at house I, hall. I think I literally said like four words. And then was it, it nice? <laughs> yeah, it was a great four. You're gonna, oh, yeah, Hogs at house tomorrow, uh, along with Nick. No, Nick's going to Vegas. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Fine. With apparently everyone else in the sports media world. Oh, my gosh. Everyone's going to Circa. Everyone's going to Circa. Go, Great Nick. place to go. Have fun out there. Stadium swim. All right. Hey, thanks to Ernie McCook. Thanks to Ray. Thanks to you for watching. We had a great time today. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate the chat, as per always. Bear the hell down.